and welcome to the PHNX Cardinal podcast presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Do me a favor. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe, wherever you get your podcasts. Leave, a, leave us a five-star review. I'm Johnny Venerable, joined by the GM, Saul Bookman. Saul, what, what is there even to talk about today? I feel like we could just dive right into the combine, maybe talk a little free agency or, or no, is something else happening? Oh man, I, I was, we could probably just talk about you know how cool golf is. I don't know. Yeah, just cover the waste management open. That's just, it, man. You know, do a recap. Maybe talk a little <laughs> Pro Bowl recap. If you're joining us today, uh, yeah, it's a shitstorm right now with the Arizona Cardinals and Kyler Murray. Uh, I think a lot of us maybe had hoped that it would have slowed down because of the Super Bowl. Yeah, and then uh, Chris Mortensen of ESPN fame. Probably one of the most reputable Big J journalists, national journalists that there are, almost 3 million followers on Twitter, uh, unprompted yesterday, just put out what I think are two of the most damning series of tweets in recent memory. If you didn't see them, well, here they are for you. Chris Mortensen, the odd vibe between the Cardinals and Kyler Murray is indeed alarming. So, you know, I'm not going to toot my own horn here, but beep, beep, because clearly something's happening. Murray is described, this is a quote that Mortensen got. Murray is described as self-centered, immature, a finger pointer per sources. He's, but on the flip side, he is frustrated with the franchise and was embarrassed by the playoff loss to the Rams. And so I know you have on to pick with this next phrase and has been framed, he believes, as the scapegoat. Now, Mortensen then, the second, the second tweet is just like, come on. Where is this headed? Oh, the Cardinals feel like everything's going to calm down and Murray's going to be their quarterback. And good news, they've got veterans that are going to help advise Kyler, even Cliff Kingsbury. God forbid his coach helps him out. He's going to look to see where he can find better alternatives to provide leadership for his quarterback. Good hell, where do we begin? Um, That last, bring that back up. Again, okay. W- one more time. Bring that. Bring that graphic. Okay. So that last sentence that says, "Coach Cliff Kingsbury also is self scouting where he can provide better alternatives for QB." Is that for Murray or yes. for the where Cardinals? Can, for no, no, no. For Murray, basically, how can he better support okay. him in his okay. leadership quest? Which okay. is just well, like, well, I don't okay. even know there's, what you say to that. There's so many things to unwrap here. Okay, first of all. Um, you're right, Giselle. I usually love the drama, but for right now, it's toxic. It is toxic. We have reached toxic levels. Like, I didn't know if we would actually get there last week off of basically your observation of the Instagram stuff, right? Okay, cool. That's what happened. But this could have been squashed so much earlier, but it has not. It has not been. And there's only one guy that can kind of squash that. And we're not saying that Kyler needs to come out and defend himself. We have never said that. No, it is kind of odd right now that everybody and their mama has finally chimed in on this, except for Kyler. The Cardinals even put out a statement talking about that, and we'll get to that, I'm sure, here in a second. But yeah, Johnny, let me let me let's just say, look, people out there in America, in Arizona, all our loved ones here on PHNX Cardinals, because it is Valentine's Day. Yeah, jo- Johnny and I have 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 a working relationship. We're good friends now, obviously, but. If he ever had a problem and I was the GM or if I saw some shit that he had posted and he was like, or didn't post, I should say, and he just yeah. stripped his his social of all of this stuff, I would reach out and I'd be like, dude, what's up? What's going on? 
Let's have a let's have a chat. Let's start. Are you unhappy? Like, you know what I'm saying? And so, like, it, this is no different than anybody else. Like, it's it's just funny that everybody's like they're trying to defend Kyler, and and the the defense is usually well, he could do whatever he wants to do. It's it's his off season. It's his time. You're right. But when something comes across as toxic as this, if you truly don't mean it to be, you will come out and defend yourself, or you would at least explain yourself. That's what a normal normal human reaction would be in my estimation. If I put something yeah. out there on Twitter and somebody took it a different way, I might feel like, oh, whoa, 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 no, that's not my intent at all. You know, I'm just I'm just cleaning up the gram, baby. That's all I'm yeah, doing. Baby. That's all he had to do. He literally all he had to do was tweet, I'm just cleaning up my gram, baby. And this would be over. Now they're into it. He's into it. Uh that's by the way, done. he's tweeted out uh since today's begun, or maybe it was last night. Uh, in support of, you know, congratulating pure class, by the way, Matthew Stafford, his in-division mm-hmm. rival. He turned off his comments. So I guess, you know, he doesn't want to see the comments from people. I also <laughs> heard a hot take that he is congratulating Matthew Stafford because he believes he is going to take the same route Stafford did, leaving Detroit by the wayside and get into another franchise. That is the hottest take I heard today. Maybe one uh, of many. Uh, I'm not I'm not reading the tweets on that one. <laughs> I don't think so. I'm not. Listen, I'm not ready to go. The Lions have never even been to a Super Bowl. At least the Cardinals right. have been to a Super Bowl, and they've gone to the NFC Championship multiple times. Like, yes, I'm not. Like one thing I told you, Johnny, about what I was not going to do about this is I'm yes. not going to respond to hearsay about how right. people think that you know. Even Chris Mortensen tweeting that out about disgruntled and blah blah blah. Like, if you're going to drop a bomb like this, you better give names. You got to. And the, the, and the only other thing I will say right now is it is a little concerning that teammates haven't exactly come out to defend good point. That's a good Kyler point. Murray right now. That's a good point. Like, I'm sorry, but like, you're like, Johnny, fuck, last week when you were getting buried on social media because people were blaming you for making this a national story, I literally defended you on yeah. social media. Like, because I was like, no, that's bullshit. Like, he has nothing to do with this. He made an observation. He put it out there. And now everybody else is breaking this to something crazy. And now it has reached toxic levels. So It has. It, it, is, it is officially toxic. People yeah. who are thinking that it is media off-season narrative driving a non-story, which is what we got a lot last week. I got a lot last week. There are more layers to this. Mm-hmm. When Chris Mortensen, again, who is about as established as you can get in the NFL landscape. His sources, and I put this on Twitter today, Saul, his source is not going to be Joe Blow scouting guy with the Cardinals that's making, you know, 70K a year. Here are his sources. Michael Bidwell, Steve Keim, maybe Cliff Kingsbury, but I don't know how that would benefit Cliff Kingsbury. Maybe somebody like a J.J. Watt, a high-profile player. Those are who he's going to to be able to put his name on a tweet like that. So at the end of the day, if I had to guess, I would imagine it was either joint Kime and Bidwell, Kime alone, probably saying like, we're dealing with some of this stuff that's going on. We would prefer it not happen and him grow as a leader. What we're trying isn't working. So let's bomb it on the outside and see if he can get pushed over the edge based on public perception. I'm not saying that's the right way to go about it. Stephen A certainly didn't think so. I believe that it was Kime who put it out there to Mort in so many words, like Kyler needs to grow the hell up. That's I mean, I hey, listen, I, I, I can appreciate that, 
But at the same time, there's got to be a high road by somebody, and typically it should be the organization because otherwise, you would think. What do you t- What are you telling the other players? You know what I mean? When I don't like your vibe, I'm going to put that shit out there on social. Like, whoa, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't do this. You can't do that. And so it's it's to that regard. I I absolutely am on Kyler's side. Like, really? Yeah. You're gonna what? What's Kyler supposed to say right now? Right? Like. Like, what's Kyler's defense? If that comes out on that side, right? What if Kyler came back? Trade me is what he would say. Well, not only that, but what if Kyler was like, oh, okay, you don't want to take the high road? Okay, well, then I won't take the high road either. How about Mm -hmm. this? How about this? How about this? Like, you don't want to go down that road because I promise you it will not turn up good for you. That's the Tyron Matthew road on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. And so both, both entities, Kyler and the organization, just need to calm the fuck down. They need to calm down. <laughs> let things calm down. Don't put out any statements. Don't oh. think that you're taking the high road. Can we talk you're... about the cardinal statement real quick? Because it was yes, so, I, I... it was so bullshit, cliche, team speak. They literally leaked it to Chris Mortensen. Mortensen yeah. releases this. So then the Cardinals have to turn around and put out the following statement. They say, uh, in the pro football talk, I want to credit them. They got this initially. Nothing has changed regarding our opinion and high regard for Kyler Murray. We as a team and Kyler individually have improved each year he's been in the league. Uh, This is a continuation. We're excited to continue that improvement in 2022 and are excited that Kyler Murray is the quarterback leading us. So they felt like this was going south in a big way, and they they had to put that out. And to your point, teammates haven't responded. Murray himself hasn't responded. That's embarrassing for them multiple hours before the Super Bowl kickoff in the midst of this story dominated Super Bowl week outside of the two teams that were playing. Hands down, the biggest non-Super Bowl story all week. And all it does is it makes it a bad look for the organization that, number one, they're leaking their press, their dirty laundry to the press because they can't get through. the. If they had any goal, Michael Bidwell would say, Okay, Kyler's not the leader we need right now. Who is going to get him there? Because clearly the people who are in charge right now, not me, I'm the owner, I'm not going anywhere. What what moves do I need to make to make sure he's surrounded by the kind of people that, and I use this example on Twitter, Ben Roethlisberger was immature as hell when he came to the NFL, but he had the right leaders, the right veterans, the right coaching staff between Bill Cowher, Cowher and Mike Tomlin an infrastructure so they could compete for championships despite his off-the-field stuff, which is way more extreme than anything Kyler's done. But I think, speaking immaturity in the locker room, they they changed it up. The Cardinals don't have the balls to do that. They don't have the balls to say, at the end of the year, Cliff, we love you. You got us to this point. We need a different voice for Kyler because the franchise is his now. And then Steve Kime, instead of leaking this to the press, Let's let's promote from within. Let's bring in an outside voice. Let's give some credibility because I think what a lot of Cardinal fans are feeling, Saul, is yes, Kyler's in the wrong, but he is pushing this organization to wanting to get to greater heights and feels like maybe there's a little bit of status quo, like they're not used to winning at the level he's won to in the past. Like everybody step your game up. Now that's well, that's rich to say because of the playoff performance. That's how I feel. This is this is my interpretation of Kyler is that he's an introvert and introverts yeah. by nature. Like I'm an introvert. Like I, I, I was an introvert 
you know, when I was in high school, right, I was an introvert. I didn't really like to talk too much outside of my circle. Um, and when I got onto the court and I got loud and I pointed fingers and stuff like that, guys did not respond well to me at all. Like yeah. they did not like the fact that I was calling them out or telling them to do like, guys, I want to win a state championship. This is what this is all about. Right. But because I don't, I'm not an extrovert and I'm not the life of the party and I don't talk all the time. Like it was, it was out of left field for them. Right. Yeah. I feel like the same thing is kind of happening with Kyler. Now actions speak louder than words. Mm -hmm. If he comes through, if there's, if this, this crazy stuff about him, wearing headphones in the locker room at halftime or calling his girlfriend. Like if that was true, <laughs> that's like, I just can't imagine. Can't JJ, I can't imagine JJ Watt sitting there staring, staring at him and be like, Oh, that's okay. Like, I just could not imagine. That. I don't, believe, but, I don't hey, believe that's true. I don't believe that for a second. I, I, the other thing is, is like, you have to be able to manage yourself and you can't manage toxicity with toxicity. And if you think Kyler's being toxic, Cardinals, it's not your job to one-up them. Now, now yeah. I feel like their Instagram, when they deleted everything except for two photos, was a straight troll job. It's it a straight troll job. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Right. It was. It was. It was to kind of nudge him in the ribs a little bit. Like, look how stupid this is, Kyler. We're going to play along with it. And, oh, by the way, I love J.J. Watt. The video he put out there kind of mocking the media coverage of all this. Then – 48 hours later, 24 hours later, Mort basically confirming that Kyler is upset with the organization. That's not a good look. Like, clearly, Kyler is pissed off. He is pissed yeah. off because he feels like he's the scapegoat. So whether or not you want to believe that the social scrub or whatever is in regard to that or not, it's clear, like, we have come to a head with this situation. And to your point, somebody's got to speak on it now. Whether it's Kime's got to, or excuse, yes, Kime's got to speak. In two weeks at the combine, we will be there and he will be asked about this. So I'm sure between the next two weeks, he would like to get in front of his quarterback to be able to, to avoid that shit storm because it's going to be one of the biggest stories in uh, Indianapolis if it's not resolved by then. A million percent, a million percent. And, uh, oh man, uh, listen, we've seen quarterbacks have be disgruntled with their organization before we've even seen Cardinals be disgruntled with the organization before Patrick Peterson, Tyron Matthew. Um, yeah. Some of them make it through it. Some of them don't No, And uh, it's up to the organization. Listen, we have pounded this to a pulp. Quarterbacks do not grow on trees. No. If you think that John Skelton's walking through that door, I promise you he is. If you let Kyler Murray go. Like that's the type <laughs> I of quarterback. I didn't know where you're going with that. <laughs> that's the type of quarterback that will come through that door and lead this team. And I like John Skelton. No offense, buddy. Good guy. He will lead this team to three and thirteen again next year. Like, can we just don't want those problems? I promise you. Can you and I officially just go on the record as saying, or at least I'm going to go on the record right now that I believe they should do everything in their power to make it work with Kyler Murray. I am not on Team Cardinals. Um, you know, passive aggressive nonsense. Like he's 24. Is it a great look? No, you have to make it work with him a hundred percent. What the fuck are you doing? If he's not your quarterback next year, you are screwed in the NFC West that now has the Super Bowl champion Rams and Russell Wilson hasn't left yet. And the Niners are a juggernaut waiting to happen. If Trey Lance hits, you are, you will go into a relevance 
And I think Murray knows that. So if you're if you're Michael Bidwell, the only young franchise homegrown player at the quarterback position you've ever had, and you're about to blow it because you're siding with your GM who is has made so many mistakes, it would be it would be franchise altering because I can tell you right now, Saul, and this is a small minority because it's Twitter and Twitter is not real life. We know 90% of the fans on Twitter side with Kyler Murray. Yeah. They have been scorned by this organization and they believe that it's worth salvaging back up Kyler, get him the support he needs. That's not to say he's not without flaws, but I don't, I hope Michael Bidwell has a grasp of what it would be like let's just say shipped him to Minnesota for cousins and like a first or something like that. You would be destroyed as an organization. It's, it's so funny that you say 90% because that's not the vibe I get. I definitely don't get 90% um, on K one side. Um, okay. I will say that there are definitely individuals out there that are absolutely slighted um, against Kyler. Like they just don't like him for whatever reason. I see it like hundreds of times a day. Like people just, and they pull some of the stupidest shit out of their ass to, to go against Kyler that I'm like, dude, that doesn't even matter. Like, it just doesn't matter. Um, but there's some validity to some of the other things that they bring up, you know. And yeah. you have to, like, for instance, the, the whole Colt McCoy at the end of the Rams game thing um, where Kyler. Yeah, hang on. Allegedly... Before you go, before you okay. get to that, real quick, because I got a graphic on that. And that's our next topic of discussion. If you don't know where we're going with that, keep it locked in real quick. Okay. Hoops fans, the latest offer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, is too good to pass up. I'm talking between the legs, 360 windmill good. New customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $158 in free bets if they win. It's that simple. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also bet on NBA with same-game parlays. You can combine multiple bets from the same game for an even bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings safe, secure, reliable. Again, PHNX is the promo code to use. Bet just $1 on any NBA team. We are in full-fledged NBA season. Go bet on the Suns. $150 in free bets. 21 and over. Arizona-only gambling problem. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEPS. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for more details. So what Saul was referring to, and again, I want to make sure I have all my facts straight here. There is a video out. Some of you have may have seen it. Some of you have not. NFL Network's Mike Garofalo, who is, again, very legitimate reporter in the NFL landscape, employed by the NFL Network, had stated yesterday in a live video, and I retweeted it on our Twitter feed, that during the Rams playoff game, Kyler Murray took himself out of the game with about a minute left. Didn't say if he was injured. I'm going to assume he wasn't injured because I saw him a little while later at the press conference. He looked okay. He got beat up during the game, but willingly took himself out of the game. The game was a blowout, as we all know. Colt McCoy, among other Cardinal players, tried to convince Kyler to stay, but Murray was, quote, done. Done for the day. He took himself out, Saul. What is your reaction to that? Um, my reaction is you got, there's just, you just can't do that. No, you just can't do that. Like, listen, if it's before the drive and I don't know, was it before the drive or they had another possession coming up? Yeah. Okay. Well, if it, I mean, I don't know if I really care that much. I I don't know if I really care that much. Like I know Cole McCoy's like, Hey, in the optics, you need to stay on the field. You got to go down with your quote unquote soldiers on the field. Like, 
Yeah. I get that. But at the same time, like, is that going to be a major sticking point? No, I think that's a learning moment. I think that's a learning moment. And I think Colt McCoy probably says in the locker room or afterwards, like, you know, when, when listen, f- tensions are high in that moment. Right. Mm-hmm. And if I'm Kyler, I'm probably hot. Like we just got embarrassed on national TV in, a, in yeah. our first playoff game in my history and I don't want to be here anymore. Like, mm-hmm. I just don't want to. Hell, I didn't want to be in there. And I was watching the game from the stands. Like, we were ready to go at halftime. Like, it was so bad. Oh, man, it was awful. But you got to take it. You got to take it because that's leadership, right? But, again, we're talking about a 24-year-old that never lost in high school, barely yeah. lost it all in college. He gets here and gets his shit kicked in. and But he's learning. And he's a dynamic player. And you think the future's there. And he hits he hits what he thinks is a bump in the road, but it's not as big a bump in the road as maybe we are all making it out to be. They lost in round one. It was embarrassing, but he's going to have plenty of more chances because he's the quarterback and he can control that to a degree. So he just has a lot to learn. I will say this. Kyler Murray is immature. He is immature. I don't think that there's a debate on that, but the level of his immaturity, I feel like could be curbed if they have more mature and more sound leadership around him as well. And I think on the offensive side of the ball, Cliff Kingsbury, that's where I would look to. That's where I would look to. Cliff and Kyler have the same fucking agent. And they drop a bomb about Cliff going to Oklahoma, and then that doesn't work out. And then now the same agent has a complete bomb dropped right here on the other side. Bro, what are you doing? Like here's the here's the bomb right here. Kyler Murray, (laughs) this is fine. Uh, oh my god! I and we love Kyler. It was like, it was like they were trading jabs over the weekend. Mort report, and then Kyler's upset with the organization, and then Garofaro says he took himself out of the game, and then there's this BS which we don't believe, by the way. Headphones during halftime. It is the Kyler Murray. This is fine gift. And then to your point, Saul, if this was me getting destroyed on social media, I would come out and make a statement. I would put the I would put I put together something with my PR team. Kyler has a PR team and my agent a written statement and either I'd release it in a written form or I'd read it in front of my my phone and I'd put it out there. But good or I'd schedule something with like Lisa Salters or somebody like that or the team site, but man, he like I don't know, man. I feel like, and I'm in the minority here. I don't want this to happen. I am team Kyler. I feel like we're like one more like unraveling with this, like one more bomb that drops with this from them requesting a trade, meaning Burkhardt and Kyler Murray. You don't have to worry. You don't have to worry about that. I don't, you don't have to worry about that. And the reason why is because I guarantee you can take that graphic down, by the way. I don't, I'm good with that. <laughs> um, the reason why is because I know for a fact there are teams out there that are calling about Kyler right now. Right. Like, Kime has got his choice if he really wants to execute this. My uh, God. There's still two years left on his rookie deal. Teams w- are salivating at the opportunity to possibly add Kyler Murray to their team. If you're the Cardinals, unless you get absolutely knocked out by a deal, you're never going to do it. You're never going to – because you have full control. The only option – Do they? Do they have control with the baseball thing? They have full control. Thing? Well, that, that's, that's my say. The only control that they don't have is that Kyler either retires or he goes to play baseball. Let him go play, play fucking baseball. I guarantee you it's not going to end out the way he thinks it's going to work out too. Like, what, you bet – 
300 and you're okay. You think Kyler Murray wants to bat 300 and be okay? No, he wants to be the best of the best. He ain't about that life. Brandon saying four firsts and it's a done deal. Brandon, unfortunately, you can only trade three first round picks at one time, which is a stupid rule, by the way. Um, There is not a trade. And I put an article, Go PHNX, uh, on Saturday about how moronic it would be for the Cardinals to trade Kyler Murray. This was before all of this. I don't think there is a trade that exists that Cardinal fans could feel, and the fandom, could feel good about the return. I could be wrong. I don't think it exists. I don't think a Derek Carr, um, you know, somebody tweeted out today, which I thought was laughable, Russell Wilson in the division, number one, that would never happen. Number two, Russell Wilson's in his mid-30s, and he's much more expensive, and he got hurt last year. You know, I there's no deal. There's no there's a, deal. There's only one... There's only one trade scenario that I could legitimately, and it won't happen, but I could legitimately see as a plausible trade that would make both franchises happy. And I don't know if Cardinals fans are going to love this, okay. <laughs> but I'm I think leadership, now. but I think leadership would love it as if they traded Kyler for Dak. That's the only thing mm. because, because mm. Dallas would get their hometown kid back. Yeah, the Cowboys fans would revere in that because they've seen Dak, they've seen that experiment. The only problem is, is that now you've just jumped up majorly in salary, and the Cardinals can't afford that. Uh, so that that would Dak be is unquestionably a better leader. You have no, you can argue that he's been a f- phenomenal leader since he got drafted in the fourth round. Um, I don't think he has the skill set of Kyler Murray. Now he might age better, uh, and he's a better pocket passer right now. But I. I mean, to me, they're they're loaded offensively, and I, I Kyler went into Dallas without Hopkins and uh, and beat him straight up. Uh, and they play in a weak ass division. I don't know how Dak would fare in the NFC West. That's all I'm saying. Um, I don't. I just to me, I, I there there's not a scenario. There's the, not the, the, there's not the, a life raft. There, there's them. one other there's one other scenario that to me, I, I just I, I I can't help but get around. And to okay. me, it's it's Cliff. It's Cliff. Okay. I, I just I can't help but get around that one because I don't know how how Cliff is helping his young quarterback adjust not, to the NFL. Not helping and him enough. I I don't know if I can see a road ahead with him. I feel like I feel, I really I truly feel like we're kind of a in a dead man walking kind of situation right now. I agree with that, and I think that if they put off moving off of Cliff and Kime or both um, until next year when you go seven and ten. Not only are you looking at firing both of them, I, I believe you fire both of them next offseason and you're Michael Bidwell. How can you go to Kyler Murray and say, but I'm going to re-sign you and we'll get this. We'll, don't worry about this, Kyler. We'll take care of it. We'll figure this well, out. The, the reason why, uh, there is a path. There's always a path. Devin okay. Booker played for the worst franchise for about a three-year period and got an extension. They fired their coach. They hired another coach. Right after he got the extension, Igor Kokoshkov comes in. They win 19 games. <laughs> they fire him. And who do they bring in? They bring in Monty Williams. Everything starts to change. They Stop bragging ball. about your sons. I, we're over here in the slums. I'm just saying. Slumming I'm, just right saying I'm just saying. It could happen if they have a disastrous year. They let those guys go. And they bring in a legitimate Uh-oh. head coach. Oh, in the chat. Tweeted, All right. Tyler I'm reading it. I'm going to read it. All right, here we go. Ready? All right. I play this game for the love of it. This is on his Twitter. My teammates, everyone who has helped me get to this position that believed in me and to win championships. 
all of this nonsense is not what I'm about, never has been, never will be. Anyone who has ever stepped between those lines with me knows how hard I go. Love me or hate me, but I'm going to continue to grow and get better. No mention of the Cardinals, by the way, in that. I oh, don't you like care. that statement. I don't fucking care, Johnny. He doesn't have to. He doesn't have to kiss the ring of anybody. Listen, we asked for him to make a statement, or First we hope he you, would. Kyler, for, ma- for making that during our show, by the way. Hey, hey, what did we just see here? We just saw growth. This is yeah, growth. That's right. He made a statement. He said, "Hey, I play hard. I love this game. I love my teammates, and I grind. I don't care. I, from this point forward." I don't care. Good job, Kyler. Growth. Thank you again for tweeting that out. My wife just texting me. I'm here for Russell Wilson. Um, <laughs> no, can't agree with. I can't agree with that. No. She just wants this the Sierra factor. Um, okay, so let's let's dissect this statement oh, here. Wait, wait, wait. Quickly. You said he didn't mention the Cardinals, but what photo did he attach with that tweet? Him in a Cardinal jersey. Oh yes, sir. Let's go, Johnny. Get on board. Get on the train. I love Kyler. I don't want him to leave. <laughs> They're terrible when he's gone. No, people are like anti-Kyler. No, I just come on now. All right. So first of all, I was I do I want to again toot toot. I said he'd have to make a statement. He'd have to make a statement because this is this shit with with the um locker room nonsense. He put it in there. He's like, all this nonsense. I'm just about winning and championships. I also believe if you're Kyler Murray now. You're hedging your bet of, okay, like the Cardinals can screw around and make themselves look bad, but I'm telling the fans right now, I love my teammates and I want to win championships. And if you're a fan of this organization, that's all you want to hear. Um, now, I would love to hear I'm committed to the Cardinals and bringing them their first Super Bowl trophy, but that's just me. I would I would love that, but that's just me being particular. And I also think that is that is a contract ploy. Um can we just can we just wake up tomorrow and have Kyler Murray sign an extension with this organization so we don't no, have you, to worry you, about it? You know, it'd be really even funnier. Somebody mentioned this um, and said, uh, "I thought he was going to say all this has been over new uniforms," <laughs> which would have been funny to be honest. So Espo disagrees with you, by the way. He says that's not growth. That's backing down because the ops have turned horrible. Espo, I agree with you. I think he had no. To say something. You know what it I is? Think- it's because. People have started throwing outlandish things and have forums to say stupid shit all over the country that have no idea what's really going on. Like, Johnny, you never said anything stupid. You just said just, what, what just the observation him. was. Like, right. there's a, like this whole locker room thing. Like, where did that come from? Who'd you hear that from? And would they ever go on the record? No, they wouldn't. Like, come on, man. I'm not even trying to hear that. Now, the stuff about from – Mike Garofalo, Garofalo, I can't even say his name. I always want to say Garofalo. Garofalo, let's just call him that. Mike Garofalo of NFL Network, uh, Mike Giraffe, he said that he took himself out of the game. You know, you know Kyler Murray heard that, and I, I do believe that that happened. I don't, I don't think that that – now, it might not have gone down exactly like that where Kyle's like, I'm done. Um, forget this team. You know, he, yeah, it probably like, was not like, as like Colt was pulling his arm, and he was like, no, "Kyler, get in go. there and be a leader." Live. No, you yeah, know, I, don't think that's... <laughs> I I uh, think God, pretty crazy. He released a statement. Um, to get to some of these comments here. When Book says it, we believe it. Kyler, not so much. I think Devin Booker is the unquestioned king of the valley, unquestioned mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, now and, that fits we'll, for sure. And and we'll continue to carry that baton. 
Can you imagine if Devin Booker and the Suns win a championship this year and just the immortality he will have as a Phoenix oh, legend? The and city, the Kyler will, Murray burn, will, all, the city yeah. will The city will burn down if that happens. I promise yes. you that. Hey, uh, Charles Barkley once said when they were in Chicago uh, and they won a game five to send it back to Arizona, he's like, take that shit off the windows because <laughs> they had boarded up the city. You're going to have to put yeah. that shit back on the windows here. I promise Correct. you that. Correct. Uh, Tyler says, fire Kime, promote A-Dub. Kime is clearly leaking to the media and shouldn't be tolerated with Michael Bidwell. The unfortunate thing is Tyler is like Michael Bidwell might have known about it and was okay with it, uh, which is not how you operate in this organization. I'm not saying yes or no. Um, I do think there is a lot of chatter right now about like, could you fire Kime and Cliff and go out and get like Eric Bieniemy? by the way, is um, going to talk with Chiefs ownership soon about like his position with the franchise. Cause I think there's a belief that he is not getting a potential head coaching job because he's connected to Andy Reed and how much does he do and how much does he not do? Like I, could you go out and interview Eric the right away and promote a dub? I think people could really get behind that. That's something yeah. I could get behind yeah. um, as like a saving grace to the, the off season. I don't think it's too late to fire both of them. Um, especially time. Cause you can you can get rid of a GM and be be fine this early in the offseason. Cliff's a little different because what kind of staff could you get somebody like the enemy to bring on at this point? I don't know. Hey, you know, time is difficult because on paper, on paper, he put the Cardinals in the best position possible to win a championship. He yeah. made a lot of great moves. It's hard, it's hard to get after time for how the season ended versus mm-hmm. where it started when you were completely healthy, right? They were the best team in the NFL. For half the season, not even close. Um, yeah, and and so injuries started to take its toll. D Hop was a big thing. JJ Watt was a big one. Like that, that had a huge impact. So I can't completely crap all over time. I know a lot of people want to get rid of him, but I can't do that. With Cliff, however, I just don't see the growth from year to year that I want to see. I feel like Kyler has grown a little bit. He's had some more tools to at at his disposal, which is. Had made it had made Cliff's schemes uh, more executable, but yeah. still not to a level where you would like to see, um, especially after seeing what we just saw the last couple of weeks. You know, like hell, the Cincinnati Bengals defense was not the greatest in the world, but no. damn it, if if in the playoffs they didn't put it all together and coaching staff elevated, out. yeah. I want to get so, I, I want to get to this comment here from Cardinals Update because I've I've heard this a lot. I think Kyler Murray likes Cliff Kingsbury as his coach because I think Cliff is an enabler in a lot of ways. Sometimes what you need is not what you want. And I would, I would let him to, to, yeah, be, be a thought partner if, and when they were to fire Cliff Kingsbury, but like he needs somebody to ride his ass and get him to the next level as a professional football player and leader of this organization. That can't be your buddy. Our guy Espo tweeted uh, or uh, texted me a photo yesterday of a couple quotes from Sean McVay out of the the Super Bowl press conference yesterday post game. Okay, and one of his quotes, Sean McVay's quotes, is "Be demanding, but never demeaning." And I think Cliff has a a, a tough time with being demanding without. Yep. Well, and I don't think he's demeaning Kyler at all, so that's kind no. of irrelevant. But. You, there's there's a fine line, you know, like hell in our company, you know, there's sometimes I have to give people bad news or I have to tell them that something is just not where it's supposed to be or how it's supposed to be. Right. I don't enjoy doing it, but there's a, a certain level that you have to reach in order to be 
to, to reach some of the, the, the heights that we want to go, right? So you have to come continue to demand um, and, and make sure you're putting people in the right positions to succeed. And I don't know if Cliff has that ability to get out of his own head and his own feels with Kyler to put him in those correct positions in order for the entire team to succeed. I just don't know if no. he does. I've never seen it. Uh, we've been in practices, and it just if it's if it's on display, we don't see it, especially with Kyler Murray. Uh, for those of you who who are just joining us, and we have it now, thanks to producer Jacob. Thank you, Jacob. Kyler Murray's statement on the Arizona Cardinals, or excuse me, on his football career, and really what's being I don't know attacked right now. This came via his Twitter account just a few moments ago. I play this game for the love of it. My teammates, everyone who has helped me get to this position, that believed in me. And to win championships, all of this is nonsense. What I what I, is not what I've been about. Never has been. Never will be. Anyone who has step, ever stepped between these those lines will uh, with me knows how hard I go. Love me or hate me, but I'm going to continue to grow and get better. Kyler Murray. Saul's riding with Kyler Murray. Don't forget about that part. That look like hook you know what that means. Hook him horns. No, no that's not that hook him. That's I love you in sign language. Oh, okay. There you go. So, you know, it's nothing but love for Kyler. He's, he's, uh, listen, again, you got to start somewhere. You got to start somewhere. And sometimes, uh, you know, you do certain things because maybe you're, you're, you're in your own fields or in your own head and things kind of get a little bit away from you. I have no doubt that Kyler was in some type of mood when he deleted everything off the Instagram, right? Yeah. Or scrubbed everything off his Instagram. And now, he's kind of seeing the, and, and now he's kind of seeing the error of his ways. But at the same time, he's... Is he? Is he? I don't grow. know. I don't I know mean, if don't, he is. I don't know if he If you want this thing to completely burn to the ground, then you don't ever, re, re, you know, you don't ever put out that. a statement. You don't ever put out a statement. But he doesn't want people to view him like that. And listen, he a lot can go his way if he just performs a little bit better in the playoffs. If he can rebound next year and get this team back to the playoffs, perform a little bit better, even if he would have just played a little bit better in that game against the Rams, we're probably not talking about all this. But it was such a disastrous end to the season, the way they compared to where they started, that it's hard for people to turn the head and say, well, you know, it's just growth. It's not. It's a little bit more than that. I agree with that. Uh, a lot of good comments here from Christy. Kyler has growing up to do, but this organization has his issues at the top. Bingo. It always starts at the top. No one can tell me different. I agree with that. And I put it out there on Twitter yesterday. Like if he goes to the Packers, the Patriots, historically stable franchises, I, you know, we but you can't about. say that about the Packers. They legitimately were just in this shithole last year. All fucking offseason with the fucking Rodgers. Are you kidding me right now? Well, late in his career. This is early. Can we win something first? I don't care if you I don't care <laughs> if Kyler melts down in 10 but years you, after we've won a Super Bowl and have 10 years of relevancy. But you can't say the Packers are squeaky clean after they just had a rough offseason right. themselves okay. last year. Fine. Who give me give me the 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 example of an organization Kansas City now Buffalo I don't know I just the Packers are always winners is, so I had to put no, that out there. There's no perfect organization. They all have, you know. Oh everybody looked at Seattle seven eight years ago like, oh, this is the epitome of an organization. Now people are trying to shit all over the Seahawks they and get rid of Pete Carroll. I want to win okay. though. Can we just win? Usually all this shit comes after you win and people are upset. You've got big egos and vanity. Can we at least experience? 
like three to five years of dominance and then have the shit hit the fan afterwards. That's what I want. We have not deserved. I don't think we deserve this yet. This is not supposed to happen like this. Not yet. Yeah. All right. All right. I got to do another read and then we got something else we want to <laughs> talk about. So again, if you have not checked out our PHNX merchandise locker at phnxlocker.com, go and pick up a shirt today, $29.99, or become a member at gophnx.com. 50 cents for the first month, $8.99 for the subsequent months, or you can just pay just under $60. You get a free t-shirt. You get all of our good stuff at gophnx.com. The fabulous work of myself and our many talented writers there. We're, we're kicking it in the high gear and NFL offseason, which means exclusive pieces. Our NBA content is out of control right now with my guy, Gerald, who's been on the road with the Phoenix Suns, monitoring, forecasting the trade deadline that came and went, the Suns enjoying a special season. You can enjoy all that at more at gophnx.com. All right, I want to get to a couple more of these quotes here. Um, he had no chance against the Rams, says Jalen. When they rushed five and got those one-on-ones, the Rams line ate our O-line alive. Yep. I mean – Argue the same thing happened to Joe Burrow yesterday. Rodgers can do it all that Kyler ain't on his level. I would agree with that. I would say Rodgers has earned probably a lot of what's going on. Plus, the Cardinals didn't draft Rodgers' heir apparent, which is where a lot of this nonsense came from. Um, And Rodgers puts puts back-to-back MVP-level seasons in is always healthy. Um, Steelers are the only ones I can think of that can take a big personality and just be quiet. I would also say New England in that uh, regard as well. Um, he pouts, uh, says easy. He sucked in the playoffs, just like he pouts on the sidelines. I think it's a real thing with the body language. Um, I think that bothers everybody. And if you say it doesn't bother you, I do not believe, I do not believe you. You want a leader like a Russell Wilson. So teammates can, can gravitate toward that. And they, Murray's not like that. So it's like, okay, do you wait for him to mature can an introvert like that play quarterback? I have said for two years he's got a little Jay Cutler in him, and now Mike Sando of the Athletics saying that people in, internally and externally are comparing him to Jay Cutler. Now I think he's much more talented, and hopefully the Cardinals do a hell of a lot more winning than Jay Cutler ever did. But Jay Cutler is the last quarterback I can remember who is an introvert like this. People want to compare Kyler to Cam. Cam to me is much more of an emotional personality that teammates gravitate toward when, when, when push comes to shove, Kyler doesn't have that yet. I do think there are some similarities to Jay Cutler. There's a lot you just said there. Uh, first cam, uh, no, the reason why dudes vibe with cam is because cam will lower his shoulder and run somebody over too. like, okay. and that, that means a lot on the football field. The, the fact that you're going to go toe to toe with a linebacker or safety, whoever, and not, shy away from that and and cam has paid the price and guys see that too cam has absolutely paid the price physically and his his skills have deteriorated yeah kyler can't do that because if he does that one time it might be the end of his career right because he's He's such a small guy so so it's a little bit of a different vibe there i will also say this we have we have seen plenty of times in sports however i can't think of the quarterback position which is a little bit different but we have seen guys in sports that you just are like I don't understand this person whatsoever, but on the field or on the court, they get it done all the time. Uh, I the, the first one I can think of is Kawhi Leonard. Uh, he, he's just such an introvert. He doesn't want to oh, talk God. to anybody, and, but but he's one of the best basketball players in the country. So with football, 
I can't think of a quarterback that's quite like that because usually quarterback is an extrovert position. It just is. And so I, I can't think of – yeah, but you know what? Kyler could be the first of his kind where he's just he's just a different cat. I It sounds like I'm making excuses for Kyler. I'm, I'm really not trying to make excuses for Kyler. It's just hard when people see – like some people have a resting bitch face, right? Yeah. And I don't think he's got an RBF. I don't think he's got an RBF. But some people, some people are just like, I'm, I'm, I'm chilling. I'm vibing. I used to get shit on because I would go to parties and I would just sit there and just drink a beer in the corner. Cause that's just my vibe. And I liked it. Yeah. And people were like, Oh, why don't you join the party? We're all over here. You're always so quiet. Are you pissed? Are you mad? I'm like, no, I just want you to leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> that's just how I was. <laughs> All right, I got a tweet. I, uh, our uh, Bird Gang Travel Tyler just sent us a, a quote from Ashley Nicole Moss. She's an on-air host for SI, seemingly backing up Kyler Murray. So here's her quote. Spoke to a few of Kyler's teammates at Radio Row, including Hopkins, which we saw, uh, mm-hmm. and they all spoke very highly of him. I don't expect anybody to trash Kyler Murray on Radio Row, by the way, so I don't buy too much into that. The sentiments were all the same. A healthy Cardinals team and Murray equals Super Bowl – and then at the bottom, and this is subtweeting Mort's tweet from yesterday. She says, very odd report and contradictory to the vibes of a handful of this teammate. Number one, I don't believe the comments about finger pointing and uh, self-centered and immature came from teammates. I think that came from Steve Kime and Cardinal Cardinal Brash, Cardinal leadership. Also, again, no one is going on Radio Row to do media and ripping Kyler Murray when they share the same locker room with him publicly. So, while I can appreciate her tweet, I just there's nothing to that. There's I don't yeah. believe there's anything to that. Well, listen, man. Like again, I I'm gonna I'm gonna sound like a Kyler defe- uh, apologist, but on Radio Row, like we we all know, like sometimes we get these guys off the field, we talk to them on the side, we, mm-hmm. whether we do, we're doing an interview or it's off camera, and we're just kind of you know maybe we're just chatting, whatever. There's a certain vibe that you get, and I don't think she goes out there. And says that unless she right. absolutely felt like, wait, I, I think that this guy's getting railroaded for no reason. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, it, there's conversations that you have on the show. Then you, there's conversations that you have off the show. And I think off the record is what you truly get. And I don't know if anybody really backs somebody if they really know that they're a piece of crap. And I don't think that his teammates feel like that. But again, I don't know. I have no idea. I- and Cardinal Update, I'm not dismissing her tweet. I believe that she was vibing with people on Radio Row that play for the Cardinals and they like Kyler Murray. I don't think that, first of all, it's a good look that his teammates are, we, we started the show off today yeah, by yeah. a little bit of concern that a lot of his teammates were backing him. Well, that's not the case now. Nobody's taken to Twitter or anything. Maybe they haven't felt like they had to. We've been consistent in the messaging, or at least I have, that I believe the report from Mortensen came from Cardinal leadership, came meaning executives, GMs, owners, potentially not like a DeAndre Hopkins or a Buda Baker. Uh, I I don't think that that's the case. And I feel like, again, it's a dog pile on Murray right now. And so you've got good. It's nice to see people that come to his defense. Saul and I are two of those people, by the way, and would believe it would be a disastrous turn of events if the Cardinals were to ever part with him. And I do not think this organization would recover for many years. All right, quickly. Our next partner has a product I literally use every day, Athletic Greens. It's fantastic. If you haven't heard of it, with one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, all that good stuff. 
to start your day. Athletic Greens, it's a no-brainer. It supports better sleep quality and recovery. It's got over 7,000 five-star reviews. It costs just less than $3 a day, so make it easy. Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash cardinals. Again, that's athleticgreen.com slash cardinals to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And quickly here, the vaccine, the COVID vaccine is the best tool we have to reduce the chances of not getting sick, excuse me, of chances of getting sick with COVID to fight. Uh, children five and older are eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine. The COVID-19 vaccine can reduce the risk of being hospitalized or dying from the disease. It's safe, free, and highly effective, and the vaccines are available throughout Arizona. Visit azhealth.gov slash find vaccine for the location nearest to you. Okay, so we have one more segment we wanted to touch on with all of you, and it relates to Cardinal owner Michael Bidwell, and he was speaking on behalf of Super Bowl 57, which, by the way, is here in Arizona next year. And if you didn't know, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers hosted the Super Bowl. They won it. The L.A. Rams hosted the Super Bowl last night. They won it. Are the Cardinals set for a three-peat? Let's hear from Bidwell. Our high, we look forward to meeting that challenge. Uh, since the last time we hosted the Super Bowl in 2015, we've put over $150 million worth of upgrades and renovations to get the stadium, State Farm Stadium, ready to go for Super Bowl 57. And we're also investing in the community. The community is doing a lot of uh, things to prepare ourselves. We couldn't be more excited about this. Last time around, it was a $720 million economic impact on the Valley in the state of Arizona. And we look forward to having an equally large uh, economic impact this time around. And I look forward to trying to keep that streak going that Tampa set and now Los Angeles is set and hopefully Arizona can do the same thing next year. Our high. You know how he can't do that? Trading away Kyler Murray. Because oh. then you want to talk about hosting the Super Bowl to hosting the first overall pick in the 2023 draft because that would be the end result, uh, but in all seriousness. So what do you make of Bidwell's comments? And then also, like, how the hell do the Cardinals even get to that point? Because right now they've got maybe, like, top 12 odds to win the Super Bowl next year, 22-1 to 1, with two teams in their division. San Francisco and the L.A. Rams ranked ahead of them in those rankings. How do the Cardinals get there? Yeah, they're actually in the lower 25% of odds to make it to the Super Bowl, plus 2,500 on DraftKings. You can bet that today if you want to. Um, I I just, listen, I don't, I don't look into those numbers as a predictor of what's going to happen because I think they're atrocious. Nobody would have predicted that the Cardinals would have the season that they had or the start that they had at 10-2. and two. Nobody, not one person out there in America guess that that would ever happen. So I don't really care about that. What I do care about is shoring up some of the inefficient play across the defensive and offensive line. That's what I care about. Listen, Kyler Murray is what he is. He's a short quarterback and a very mobile short quarterback. You need to keep that pocket as clean as possible for him to be able to execute at a higher level than you want him to or that he has currently shown. I do believe Kyler Murray has MVP-type ability. I just need more solid offensive line play. And on the defensive line, you got to be able to stop the run, and you got to get consistent pressure 
on the quarterback. That's something that we didn't get too much of last year. Uh, you know, the numbers say there was a lot of quarterback pressures, but it just looked like quarterbacks were just far too comfortable in the pocket for my liking last year. I want to see a little bit of a change there. Um, I think if they shore up those two things, they could very well see themselves in Super Bowl 57. Wow. Teddy Jennings, Cardinals better get it right if the USFL expands here. They'll lose a fan base. Uh, I would agree with that. Uh, I'm with you. I want to throw up every time I see uh, every time I see uh, a mock draft in the Cardinals. You would agree it. with that? Oh, the no, I'm USFL sorry. USFL expanded no, I'm here. I'm agreeing with you. I'm agreeing with you. To PHNX Wranglers or some dumb shit. Like, come on, man. Hell yeah. No, I'm agreeing with you. I thought Teddy's comment was funny. I'm agreeing with you to build the offensive and defensive line. If I see one more mock draft, having the Cardinals take a corner in a passing league, I'm going to throw up. Name a Bengals corner. They're starting Eli Apple last night, but they had a dominant defensive line. To, to me, it, it comes down to, I believe Kyler Murray to win right now has to be able to use his legs a little bit. And he couldn't do that at the end of the year because the offensive line could get no push. If the Cardinals want to improve their chances of being a, a true contender through 18 weeks of the season, they have to be able to maul people on both lines of scrimmage. I would put a big caveat on, on all of that to say, we talked about it last night at your house, Saul, during Saul had a Super Bowl party. It was fun. Um, if the Cardinals can get a premier pass catcher for Kyler Murray, that is the one trump card, um, assuming that there's not a better offensive or defensive line talent there. What I've seen, and again, you're not getting Jamar Chase 23. I'm not crazy like that. But Justin Jefferson, once upon a time, went in the early 20s. If they feel like there is somebody to pair with Hopkins that is an alpha outside X or Y receiver, that is my trump card for offensive and defensive line. Protect your quarterback, get after theirs, and now the NFL. We saw it last night. The Rams had like 41 rushing yards on 20 carries with a bunch of replacement backs and you know cam Akers went in the third round so i'm not paying big money to either running back for the cardinals if they want to come back that's fine i love james connor i'm not taking a running back at 23 if there is a skilled pass catching receiver that somehow falls cd lamb once upon a time fell to 17 go and get him and help your quarterback with a big physical target i love christian kirk i believe he's leaving in march as a free agent undersized rondell moore undersized Get him some help. Get him some size. Somebody to target in the passing game to move the chains. He made it work with A.J. Green. Somebody, A lot of people thought A.J. Green was just a walking corpse before the year, and I believe Kyler Murray got the best out of A.J. Green. Now it's time to upgrade. Get somebody in their early 20s that can that can grow with Kyler because as much as I love D-Hop, Saul, he's getting older. Yeah, listen, I'm kind of done with the sub-six-foot receiver. I, I am too. It's, like, it's almost like – it's almost like, uh, you know, I'm trying to think. It's like trying Muggsy Bogues trying to throw a pass over Shaq to Muggsy Bogues. Bogues. Like, you yeah. got to stop with the short receivers because it just ain't clicking. And these, and again, schematically, uh, we got to forget that. We, we got to forget these dink and dunks to try and get the ball into playmakers' hands when they just clearly are not working. You don't have dudes on the outside that are – like strong, aggressive blocking receivers to really make that happen on a consistent basis. I like I like Antoine Wesley. Ryan just said that. I love Antoine yeah. Wesley. I say you got to continue to develop him because he's yeah. much like T. Higgins on the other side of Jamar Chase. And if you, if you can develop him to that level, you've got a diamond in the rough right there. And he's yeah. been through this program, so he understands yeah. it. Um, I, I, like, I like the receiver position. I do. But again, 
you just need some dogs up front to be able to you got to be a more physical team. They were a physical team at the at the beginning of the season and then somehow some way just kind of fell apart and lost their identity. You need to have that nice balance and Kyler Murray using his athleticism to be part of that balance is also um something that they need to do. So uh yeah, listen, there's just a lot a lot of things to fix that you didn't really feel like needed to be fixed at the beginning of the season, but all of a sudden things kind of reared their ugly head. Teams adjusted, and the yeah. Cardinals didn't adjust back. They got to figure out what went wrong, how to fix it, and we'll see if it happens. Cardinal update asking, uh, what would it take to get CD from Dallas? I would pay whatever. Well, I, I'm i not sure you could get him with whatever no. it took. Uh, they're, they're rumored to be Dallas moving on from Mark Cooper, who's due over $20 million. Uh, whether or not that happens, I don't know, but that tells you CeeDee Lamb, who averaged over 1,000 yards each of his first two NFL seasons, is going to be their premier go-to offensive weapon, especially with Michael Gallup hitting free agency and also injured. So Cardinals blew that opportunity. We've talked about that before. If they wanted CeeDee Lamb, they should have taken him at pick eight. I love Isaiah Simmons, but to me that was the move, or pick seven or wherever they picked, to pair him with Kyler Murray because I think some of this nonsense is going off the field. If he had his boy CeeDee in here, I think it would be much easier. Cardinals didn't didn't – didn't want to make that happen. Um, if you're going to go receiver, the one I would look to is Christian Watson, uh, wide receiver out of North Dakota State. Tall guy, runs really good routes. Not the fastest kid, uh, but he'll still run a 4-4 probably at the combine, maybe 4-5. So it's not, not slow by any stretch. Um, and you could probably get him in second or third round. Speaking of the Combine, we will be there in T-minus two weeks. PHNX takes the NFL Combine. In the meantime, be sure to like, subscribe, leave a five-star review anywhere. Get your podcast. Again, we'll be back tomorrow, 3 p.m. as the Kyler Saga turns. Although, who knows? Maybe this statement, that's all we're going to get for some time. I would not be surprised. You know what? I would be super happy if tomorrow we came in here and we didn't have to talk about Kyler Murray. No. We just talk about the future. Thank you to everybody who's jumped on upwards of almost 75 of you over the course of this podcast. Again, it's going to be anywhere you get your podcast. Do us a favor. Please show some class. Subscribe. Leave us a five-star review. We would greatly appreciate it. Hit that like button, please. Hit that like button. I'm Johnny Venerable for Saul Bookman. We'll see you tomorrow.